Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the team began exploring the Shuddering Mountain and encountered the flumph known as Walter, who explained that the followers of the Dark Star hide treasure within a vault down the Hall of Recall, where their very memories will assault them. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. You guys have gone into the Hall of Recall, and memories are becoming real, maybe, and attacking you. You're not entirely sure what's going on, but in any case, you're in what seems to be Tilly's childhood home. There are clocks all over the walls, clocks and gears and other contraptions, and it's whereas it was noisy when you were outside the door, now that you've opened the door and stepped in, it's deathly quiet except for the soft sobbing of a young child. Her back's to you in the middle of the room. She seems to be maybe halfway through eating a meal all by her lonesome. And on the other side of the room is maybe the front door to this place. What would you guys like to do? Tilly? You want me to go smack her? No. <laughs> it's it's if, me. Wait, wait. It's maybe me. If he hits her, will that hurt you? Well, there's yeah. only one way to find out. There is only one no. way to find I out. I don't think you should hit a child. That's that's. I draw my no. bow and pull no, 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 no. I'm losing my mind in here. Okay. Oh, dear Lord, let's just go let's out just, of here. Yeah, let's sneak around. Let's let's go around into the front door. Yeah, are you sneaking or just walking? Sprinting. What? That, okay. Running? <coughs> All three of you make athletics checks. Yep. Or at least Tilly, who's running. I'm, I'm running. I'm just going to walk. I'm going to stealth. Now, at this point, you guys are all doing three different things. The well, then, one who's further ahead is going to have probably an advantage in this case. Fine, I'll sprint. Fine. I have no advantage to this. Athletics. Seven. What'd you get, uh, Alistair? Seven. Ooh. Oh, actually, I do have it bubbled in. Look at that. So I have 19. <laughs> so the, the house See is... See you, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> the house is not particularly big. Jandar darts ac- uh, around the room and gets to the front door. With his move, that's where he gets. Tilly and Alistair, you guys are, are maybe only like halfway into the room, and the sobbing immediately stops, and it goes quiet. And the little girl almost looks like she's about to stand up, but instead it's just that she raises in the air. Like Make a perception check. Like she just don't care? Perception You're check. You're not sure. <laughs> Do I have to make one too or no? You can if you want. Okay. 14. Tilly, you look over and uh, the, the young child that seems to bear your form with her back to you still is just raised up into the air. Oh, uh, Jander, you can make a perception check as well if you want. Uh, what'd you get, Alistair? Uh, I got 11. With an 11, you look over and you see her go into the air, but you're more focused on trying to get the heck out of here. Okay, good. 14. With a 14, you as well. Jandar, what's particularly odd to you is her head is in the same position it was when you were looking at her from behind. It's almost like her the back of her head is still to you, even in front, like by the front door. Great. <laughs> and the body raises up into the air, and it looks as if the uh, what's raising her up in the air is like a thread. It looks like there's like something stuck to the top of this child's head that's raised it up into the air. I tell you what, Jandar, what are you doing? You got to the door first. <sighs> I, uh, I'm going to go through the door. <laughs> Tilly said run. I'm running. So roll, roll a d20 to see if the door is locked. 11. It seems to be unlocked. You open the door and it's nothing but a black void on the other side. Would you like to go through? Yeah. Jandar <laughs> steps through and vanishes. You're not sure where he is, but he doesn't seem to be within line of sight, which is odd because he just stepped outside of this place. It should still be somewhat visible. Alistair, you were only about halfway there. She's raised into the air. What are you doing? Are you running again? Is Tilly right next to me? You're both pretty close to each other. If I picked up Tilly, would I be at a disadvantage to running or not? You absolutely would. 
How heavy still he? Heavy enough to give disadvantage if you run with her. Like, no, could I throw her? <laughs> not very weaselly. No, no, okay. Your what's your strength? Uh eight. You yeah, Jan- not, uh, oh. not. You hear Jandar from the Abyss say, Run, leave Tilly behind. Oh, no. You hear I nothing hear from nothing. the Abyss. No. I'm gonna can- look at Tilly and I'm and I'm gonna say we need to get out of here and I'm gonna run. Absolutely, make an athletics check. I have a side question. Yeah. I, I walked out. If I if I turn around, can I see back in or no? Oh, you're out of this situation. Don't you worry. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yep, he's dead. I got 18. 18. You bolt, and do you just want to go through the door like Jandar did? I want to stop right at the door and wait for Tilly. You stop? Tilly, are you running? Oh, yeah. Make me an athletics check. What'd 12. You you get a 12. You are pretty much at the door, and uh, you see Alistair's face recoil in horror as something behind you is happening. You see the the child, oh its legs sort of like twist up and around and almost curve up, like bending in ways they shouldn't. Ugh. And something appears like out of the each of the uh, the, the legs as they coil up. And it becomes like what looks to be like blades, and the thing almost becomes like a like a uh, like a, a giant like blade as it sort of like lean like swerves back and then starts to swerve in your guys' direction. Can I grab Tilly and pull her with me? Is she close enough? You guys can each make dexterity saving throws to get through the door without okay. being hit. Okay. <sighs> dexterity fucking saving throws. <laughs> What'd you get, Alistair? I got a 17. You dive through the door. You're out of the situation. What'd you get, uh, Uh, Tilly? No, 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 no. (laughs) Nine. (laughs) Tilly, (laughs) you get hit in the back as you go to dodge by some kind of blade. You take five damage. Are you conscious? Yep. Good, good, good for you. And (laughs) I think Tilly, oh no, she only healed us. No, I healed myself. Oh, okay. And you hear a voice. And it doesn't sound especially familiar, but it's soft and feminine and maybe was your voice once. And it whispers, Why did Daddy leave? And are you jumping through the portal? Oh, yeah, I'm out of here. See you. (laughs) And you jump through the portal. And you guys are in a giant courtyard. No hall in sight, no doors. You're in this giant, pretty courtyard. It's it's quite gorgeous. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> do you want to try and go back? I don't want to do this. That's <laughs> all I'm saying is I don't want to do this. <clears throat> we got to move forward. Hey, I don't want to do this. Keep going. And Tilly and uh, Jandar are moving forward. What would you like to do, Alistair? I'm just, like, freaking out. I don't want to do this. I can't do this. And you guys... I turn around, and Alistair, we're already in this. We can't can't even see where we came from. There's only one direction to go, and that's forward. So get moving now. We need everybody together. Are you going? I just shuffle forward. Just head down. You head down in this very familiar courtyard, march forward, and you smell like the the remains of fire. And you two, who don't have your head down, look up forward and you see uh, a burned down building. And there seems to be movement from the rubble. Do I hear it? Uh, you don't hear too much, and the the pounding of the, your pulse is is a little deafening. Uh, but if you want to take a look around and, and g- gauge your you know surroundings, you definitely can make a perception check, uh, Alistair. And you too can uh, make uh, perception checks as well if you like. Twelve, twelve. And what did you two get? Sixteen. Sixteen. You both see. It looks like Alistair, like almost like he does now. Maybe, maybe a little younger. 
he's a human, so they age pretty quick. So maybe this was a year or so ago, not long. And it looks like he's like half in like hysterics, half sobbing as he's like just sort of like moving rubble aside. His hands like kind of burnt up and it looks like there are a few bodies in the courtyard that have already been drug out, burned and, you know, charred to ash. Skeletons. Alistair, you're very familiar with this moment. What would you guys like to do? I just yell, it's not worth it at myself. You yell? Get out of here. It's not worth it. Get out of here. You yell and yell, and it doesn't seem whatever this is, whether it's a memory, whether it's real, whether this is back in the past, it doesn't seem to react to you. It just keeps moving things, looking for bodies. Do I see like another portal door? You don't. You look around and you don't see much. Then I get my bow ready. You absolutely. You get your bow ready and you're on guard. Tilly, what are you doing as Alistair yells? Taking a defensive stance. And you get into a defensive stance and you guys wait and nothing seems to be happening. Alistair, what are you doing? I slowly walk up to myself. You start walking up to yourself and you feel a hand clap onto your the, sh- uh, the back of your shoulder. You two see one of the charred remains st- immediately like a, with a, like a bolt of electricity just stand up and grab at Alistair's shoulder. And you hear like the, the, the grinding of bone which shouldn't be able to be moved <laughs> crack open and you hear a voice that sounds familiar. You've not heard it in years. Sounds like maybe your father he says, if you were here, could you have stopped this? What do you want to do, Alistair? I just look at him, and my eyes just start welling up. And I just say, I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. And the world drops out beneath all of you. And you feel yourself falling for just a moment, and you feel yourselves lightly step foot on the ground. You guys are in a village. It looks like it's in ruin. It looks like it's uh, a lot of trees. It looks gorgeous. It, uh, well, it looked gorgeous. All the houses seem to be smashed in. All the doors to the homes crushed. Dead bodies in the street. They all seem to be wood elves. I'm still a little out of it. <clears throat> what would you guys like to do? I'm looking for my house. You, Jandar immediately steps forward and starts walking as if he knows the direction, and indeed he does. And you get to a house. And Jandar, the door is smashed open. And you look inside? Yes. Tilly yeah. and Alistair, are you following? I am. Uh, I'm, I'm just standing there. So you're for way further back because they walked maybe about 120 feet. Yeah, I, I'm just still like hands, just looking at my hands, just like out of it. Only the slightest of scars remain on your hands. You two, uh, Tilly, you peek in behind Jandar, and Jandar and you both see Jandar. It looks remarkably like him. Uh, elves age very slowly, so you're not sure how long ago this was. And it looks like this Jandar is like on his knees, and it looks like he's like half in tears, half like blood filling his eyes, just so much hate on his face. But it's like frozen. He looks like a statue, just frozen in place, full of hate, with an elf woman and an elf child, a young girl, dead on the ground. It looks like their deaths were probably fairly quick. Looks like they were just diced in the throat. Just lying there, frozen in place. Alistair, you off on your own as you stare at your hands. This is quite a predicament, isn't it, Alistair? Do you know what might help you out of this situation? Maybe the book has answers. Perhaps just a page. Do you have it on you? I like shake my head, just 
out of it, just shaking my head yes. Would you like to read a page, Alistair? I I reach for the book. Did you have the book on you? I believe you did. Do you want to read a page or no? No, I just reach for it and just put my hand on it. You put your hand on the book. Make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 15. 15. You get a bad feeling and you stop and you realize what was just speaking to you off on your own in this weird world in your memories. Not even your memories. I just kind of, it kind of snaps me out of whatever it was and I look around. You see your friends well up ahead. I, I kind of dart towards them. You start running. Did you want to do anything with the book or no? No, no. Okay. And you just run and you catch up and you see what I described to them. Yes. We need to leave. Jandar, this isn't real. It was real. I'm trembling in pain and draw my bow, load an arrow and yell at myself to stand up that their death is is our fault. Stand up, coward. You yell and yell, and it's as if time's frozen. When you go to try to move into the, the place and, like, kick pack past whatever, you know, rubble of the door is there, it's almost like you trip. Like, you can't even move anything in this weird, frozen world. I continue to yell at them to get away from my family. They're my family, not yours. You I know yell. this is a dream... How dare you manipulate my mind? Get out of my thoughts. I continue to fight to try to get to him. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't take long. You get up to yourself. You try to move yourself and you're, it's frozen. It's like a statue, like just a memory stuck. I place my hand on my wife and daughter. You go to touch them and the image immediately vanishes. Like sand between your fingers. As it happens, I apologize to them. The word sorry just barely utters past your breath. And you're back in the past the hall of recall. You guys are right in front of a hallway. It's behind you. And in front of you is a giant doorway. Seems to be made of stone. More of the carvings of the you know, tentacles and mind flayer heads. What would you like to do? I get off my knees, get back onto my feet, and head towards the door. Jandar immediately picks himself up, almost pretending it didn't happen, and just walks to the door. Would you like to open it? Uh, I don't know. And I go up to him and I just grab him by the shoulder. And I turn him around. And I say, I don't know what that was, but we need to be prepared for whatever's in front of us, too. And before he opens the door, I take a healing potion. Because <laughs> I'm freaked I look at, out. I look at Alistair and let him know that I'm ready for whatever's behind this door. And you guys open the door. Oh, I don't have to take a Ely potion. Oh, I know. Because I didn't take any damage, right? Throughout that? I don't know. Did you? No, no. I don't. I don't need one. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I open the door. You open the door to the vault of this place. You find it's a dead end. But there is some stuff in here. You find a few uh, random things. Let's see here. You find uh, a very fancy looking medallion, some spectacles, a very ornate circlet, and you find uh, a bunch of ornate but really terrifying golden statues that are shaped just like Tilly's nightmare idol. If you want, you can go ahead and uh, take a look and investigate the items with a short rest. Uh, if you want to know more about the value of the golden items, it's going to be an investigate check. 
If you'd like to know more about the magic, you can do identify as a ritual uh, during a course of a short rest. What would you like to do? Or you can just use the items. Um, I'll identify over the course of a short rest. Absolutely. Uh, is somebody going to roll investigate on the golden statues or no? I want to heal. I think that would be Tilly. <laughs> oh, Tilly wants to heal. Well, I mean, you can heal and then do I that. Heal I, and investigate? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have about a, uh, at least an hour if you're taking a short rest to look at this stuff and, you know, use identify as a uh, ritual. What'd you get in for investigate? Ten. A ten? Uh, you think they're, uh, I mean, they're, they look like they're solid gold, these little statuettes. They're probably worth a fair amount, uh, even just as gold. You know, maybe to certain collectors they might be worth a lot, but they're pretty creepy. You look at the three items. Uh, Alistair, mm -hmm. you find a circlet of blasting. It's a circlet that lets you use the spell Scorching Ray as an action once per day. It gives you, and you have a plus five bonus to use that spell. You find the Eyes of Charming. It does require attunement, which means uh, you would have to you know, attune it to yourself. You could be the only one using it, yada, yada. And you only get three attunement slots. Uh, it's, uh, these crystal lenses fit over your eyes. They have three charges. While wearing them, you can expend a charge, and you can use Charm Person as a spell, DC 13, on any humanoid within 30 feet of you, providing they, uh, uh, the target can uh, you can see each other. Uh, the lenses regain all charges at uh, dawn. And then the final item is a medallion of thoughts. Uh, it also requires attunement. It also has three charges. While you're wearing it, you can use an action, expend one charge, and cast detect thoughts, DC 13. Uh, the medallion regains 1d3 charges daily at dawn as well. Wow. The, the circlet of blasting that spell, ray of... Scorching ray. Scorching ray. Is that what kind of spell? It's a wizard spell. So that uses... Once per day. So it's just a once a day thing. Oh, okay. It's not charisma or is that... It's remember. just a plus five attack bonus plus for plus this. Yep, for this particular item. And I do have them listed here if you would like to take a look. Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have found the vault for the Shuddering Mountain. <sighs> Great. Can... Uh, did we inspect your golden... Idols. Oh yeah, uh, with a she, with a ten she had. I wasn't that right, Tilly. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're uh, they're they're solid gold statuettes. They look like the nightmare idol. Uh, so even just as gold, they're worth quite a lot. You think they're probably worth uh, somewhere around five hundred gold altogether. So I mean, I might as well put them in the bag of holding. Well, I want to look. Does, how long does attunement take? About uh, uh, during the the course of a short uh, rest. All right. So who wants? I guess we can divvy these out, right? Divvy what out? The items. Yeah, there's three magic items you found. Yeah. I mean, we can, or we can just put them in the bag for now. We could use them, you know, keep them on us in case something, something happens. All right, so what do we have? So we got a, something that lets us read thoughts, something that casts a spell called the Scorching Ray, and then another one that charms people. Two of them require attunement. Yep, the charming these. and the thoughts require attunement. Yep. Which means that you only have three attunement slots, and so I think only, Alistair, you're the only one who's attuned an item to you, right? That plus one short sword? Yeah. Mm hmm So, yeah. What would you guys like to do with them, if anything? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think the Scorching Ray might be useful for either Tilly or I, someone that... You I do have, have a, ranged spells. I have a lot of ranged spells. Is it, is it, it's not a ranged spell, is it? Or oh, yeah, absolutely. It so it could be good for someone who doesn't have spells. You know, I don't know if Tilly has a lot of offensive stuff, just in case. Um, it's a once-a-day thing. I mean, it's not going to make or break, but I mean... Oh, okay. What's the other two? The Thoughts, one that reads Thoughts. Medallion of Thoughts, yeah. And the other one that... I'm taking, I want the Medallion of Thoughts. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, it Per the spell, detect thoughts. So you can even just write that down, and the DC is 13. Okay. And then we have Charm Person or the spell. I'll take, I'll take the glasses because I don't want to attune anything. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the glasses are attuned. You would have to attune to them. The Circle of Blasting doesn't attune. Right. I want whatever doesn't attune. Bam, you have the Circle of Blasting. Right. Do you want the uh, Eyes of Charming? Sure. Which you maybe didn't need because you're the Bard and have the most charisma anyway. I mean... It's a cool spell. Them. Charm Person. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, because I don't have Charm Person anyway, so... Oh, there you go. You have three uses of it per day. 
Yeah, sweet. Charm person. Only to be used on humanoids. Thank God I'm handsome. <laughs> well, with, with those glasses, you don't even need to be handsome. Mm -hmm. And if you want to take a look through the spell. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's the book Actually, just to have can, it on you hand. You can give it to him because he may use it sooner than I think. Charm. Well, he's. they've all got spells. No, they the, have the, the spell books the on their phones. One. Oh, you do? Yes. Lucky jerks. Thank you. All right. All right. So Tilly has the circle of blasting. Uh, Jandar took the uh, medallion of uh, thoughts. Uh, thoughts. And uh, Alistair, you took the eyes of charming, which is just the charm person <laughs> spell. Yep. So you guys have cleared out the vault. Tilly, you healed yourself? Yep. Okay. It was a short rest, so you could have used hit dice as well. I'm good there. Um, is there's nothing else in this room? It's just a bare room with these. It's just this, yeah. It's just it? this big vault. Weird. Yep. You. I mean, you found the the treasure hoard of the Shuddering Mountain. What would you like to do next? Go back the way you came. You don't have much of a say in the matter. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Uh, there's, yep. yeah, there's no other exits, no other way. Nope, doesn't yep. seem to be. All right. All right, yeah, we're going to head back. You start heading back, and you're on guard, and you're waiting, and you're walking and walking, and nothing happens. You just keep walking, and you get to the end of the hall, and you look back, and it was maybe about, hard to say, maybe uh, 150 feet, but nothing happened. And you're on the other side back in the room with all the cages, which have now been emptied out. Well, except for the one with the dead body in it. I want to move to back out to the, the last room and go over to the other hallway that we didn't go down. Absolutely. You guys traipse all the way back through to the start of the uh, cave here, and you now have the path to the right. Should we stealth? Yep. Yeah, we're going to go stealth. Do you want to back off and try and regain some of your strength? I don't know how much you've used as far as spells and health and everything. Uh, I mean, I I'm okay. I'm good. Tilly, are you okay? Yeah. You don't need to recover any spells? No. I mean, I could use it, but I'm not like... Not hurting for if it? We, we can stealth forward, and if we need to, we can retreat and... Do something. Absolutely. So you guys stealth forward. Go ahead and make me stealth checks. And what'd you all get? 19. 11. 12. And you guys walk into uh, around a hall that sort of, you know, curves in and out. And uh, you enter into a chamber, and it looks like it's uh, uh, very dimly lit with, like, phosphorus and fungus. And feel free to make a nature check if you like. I'll run that. Go ahead, Jander. And what'd you get? 22. Wow. Uh, 22. It looks like this room is filled with, like, uh, edible fungus. Uh, it looks like it's edible. It's safe to eat. Uh, it's very bland. I mean, there's no flavor to it, but it looks like this is maybe like one of the rooms they, they harvest food in. The fungus lining the wall isn't edible, uh, but, the, uh, uh, but there's a lot of mushrooms and stuff that are. Huh. Weird. There's a path to the right, and then there's a path forward. And uh, the path forward, you can hear the dimmest of voices. Like, just sort of echoing. Which, if the hall is long, then they're speaking very loudly. But from where you're at now, it's a little hard to make out. To kind of break the tension of what we just went through, I, I look at the group and I say, you know, I, I once hung out with a mushroom. He was a real fun guy. In, like, a really bad way to, to attempt to do something. The tension... I pull, not out, relieved. I pull out my short sh sword and run it through myself. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys like to do? There's uh, the hall to the right, uh, or a path to the right, I should say, and then another path forward. I want to look down uh, both halls. Is, is there anything apparent from uh, looking down either one of those that 
tell me anything? Absolutely. You take a peek down the hall to the right, and it's actually fairly straightforward. Uh, it only goes about 30 feet, it looks like, and then it looks like it comes to a T intersection. So it looks like it like you know leads to a lot of different, or at least a couple different paths. Uh, otherwise, the other one seems to kind of uh, do another turn, so it's a little hard to uh, see what it is from from you know uh, here. So you'd have to go a little forward. And the one that turns is the one that we're hearing faint voice from. Yep. What do, do you guys want to do? Do we see Walter at all? Roll a d20. What'd you get? Three. You do not see Walter. Dang. Do I see Walter? <laughs> <laughs> what about me? <laughs> no. No, Walter does not seem to be in sight. <laughs> All right. Uh, <sighs> towards danger or towards unknown danger? How about this? Do I see any residual jelly? <laughs> jelly? He wasn't... Pers- Make a survival check? <laughs> does he say great jelly? jelly? Well, I he mean, said, he's, he's, he's... a jellyfish. He's like, jellyfish-esque. He's like yeah, a clown. So he's an aberration, though. That would be a nine. Ooh, with a nine, you are unable to find any trail that your hovering friend has left. Yeah, yeah, because I thought I told him to make one, but I don't think he could. <laughs> you don't oh, know. Well. Uh, at the very least, he uh, you don't see any markings or anything that you know yeah. he would have left behind. You don't see piles of jelly anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was worth a shot. Uh, it, I mean, you're not wrong. It was definitely fishing. worth a shot. Um, Sneak um, towards the talking group? Head down the left. Yeah, let's go down the forward. Yeah, forward. Let's go down the forward tunnel and stealth. stealth. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll stealth, each of you. Seventeen. Seventeen. Unnatural twenty. Twelve. And you guys creep into the you know down this hall, and it's not an especially long hall, but because it winds around, it you know goes for a little bit longer. And you are now uh, around the corner. Uh, you can kind of peek around and you see uh, what looks to be another one of these cultists who's like uh, praying in front of this like statue. And he's like just chanting. And it's very loud, but it seems to be in deep speech. And so this, his language is, is very confusing, but it's like, you know, echoing in this chamber. And he's just loudly, you know, speaking out these words. They like don't seem to have a lot of vowels. It, this language is really weird to hear. Is there anybody else in the room? Not that you see. And it's and it's a dead end. It, I mean, it, from what you see, I mean the the room does stretch to the left and right more, but you know it only goes about maybe twenty feet in. Maybe uh, I kind of look at the group and whisper like, "Run and grab." You want to interrogate them? We could give it a try. Go for it. I can charm do it. Oh, I could charm him. I just thought of. You can definitely try. All right. So uh, I kind of, I want to creep as much as I can to see in the room without him noticing. And then when I know there's no one else in there, kind of just run up and try to grab him. Make a perception check. That would be a um, 15. With a 15, you creep in, creep up to the, the entryway, and he's being very loud, so, you know, his voice is echoing, so you think he's having a harder time hearing, so, you know, you, you approach pretty easily. Uh, you're maybe about, I would say only about, like, uh, 15 feet away from him, not very far, and you look to the left and right into the room, and it's a dead end. Uh, there's nobody else in the room. It's just this guy chanting. Okay, yeah, I want to try to go up and get him in, like a like, a put my sword up against his neck and try to hold him and absolutely make me yeah. I don't know an intimidate check intimidate yeah let's do that all right that's a 17 wow you get up close and you uh you know stick your sword up to his throat and his chanting you know his vowelless chanting and it just stops immediately and he just sort of looks up at you where's your leader I'll never tell you where the true leader is. Oh, really? Kill me. Charm person. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He doesn't do very good. No. He stops, and all of the hostility he had for you mellows out to a more moderate mood. Yeah. He doesn't hate, he doesn't like love you. He's not falling all over himself for you, but he's no longer in just utter disdain of you. Okay. 
And do you drop your sword back? Yes. You pull your sword back, and he stops, and he kind of like, you know, looks at you and says, I, uh, listen, man, I, I can't, I can't tell you. It's very important we keep the true leader safe. No, that's fair. But why do you keep calling him the true leader? Well, there was an usurper. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we, I mean, he, uh, he's the true leader, Raspith. Raspith. Yes, we've heard of him. Yeah, he's the true leader. He's not a, he's not the imposter who stole most of our flock. Where is he at? I don't know where he is now. What happened to him? Well, he, he stole most of the, the followers of the Dark Star. Only the true believers stood with the true leader. Oh, who? what's the fake leader's name? Glarus Galaxy Render. We've met Glarus. The miserable imposter. I also would like to detect thoughts on him. Ooh, you absolutely can. He rolls. <laughs> Doesn't do very good. You pierce through his thoughts. <laughs> we just wreck his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not that bright of a guy. It's just like I put like a little pencil in his ear and just went <laughs> squirreled his brains up. You oh, detect his God. thoughts and it's just it's madness. It's this jumbled mess of emotions and thoughts, and it's so hard to pick anything out. Uh you sense that Raspith is somewhere deeper within this place. It's hard to pick out exactly where. But you have a feeling you're on the right track in the directions you're going. Are you asking anything else? What do you know about the shards of the Black Pyramid? I know a little bit about them. They're, they're crystals that had aberrant energy put into them long ago by some lord of madness. I, I, don't, I don't know how, hard, how easy or hard they are to obtain, but one of the lords infused it with his energy. Which, all of them. Oh, really? Yes. Which lord? Why, Terazimu, the executioner's gullet. Oh. And... He sounds nice. He's one of the true gods of this universe. The lords of madness are. Do you know anything about the Pain Chateau? The Pain Chateau... No, I don't know what that is. In the what kind of orc is? Uh, we heard there's an orc protecting the true leader. Yes. Why, why an orc? He was hired b- before Glarus stole the rest of that tribe in some deal. I don't even know. But the true leader had made a deal with one of them first, and they hold true to their word. They complete any mission. They. Well, I don't know about the rest of them, but this one does at least. Why do you refer to him as they? Who is he part of? The Void Threshers. Great. I don't know much about them. There's some tribe of orcs that do uh, exceedingly good work. They, their thoughts and practices aligned with the followers of the Dark Star. The true leader had almost made a deal with all of them. He had managed to get one of them, but then Galaxy Render swooped in and Got the rest of them in some bargain he made. I don't know what he offered. <sighs> I just laugh at my. I just laugh to myself as I like sit there shaking. And I turn. I turn to Alistair and, and tell him we need. We need to. We need to find the true leader. I, I turn to the guy and say, and "I need to question this orc." Your true leader's in danger with that orc. What do you mean he's in danger? He's in danger. Their deal won't hold. Are you sure? Positive. It's held for as long as we've been in this mountain. Things have changed with Glarus. I had a deal with the Death Thrashers once. It was a great deal for my village. The best deal. And then I came back to my village, and everyone was dead. Including my wife and my daughter by the hands of the Void Thrashers. So you need to tell me where your leader is now, or you're going to find a dead leader. Roll Intimidate. Does he get help at all from me? Absolutely. What, wait, what's that? Does he get any help at all from me, like, helping, like, lead? Nope. No? Uh, at this point, he's threatening his leader. Oh, okay. I mean, no. He, he gets no advantage or anything. Guidance. Uh, he apparently gets guidance. 
What's that? Uh, add the D4 and add that bonus. And what'd you get? Ten. He just looks at you, and he says, the true leader won't last much longer anyway. Why do you say that? I don't suppose it matters telling you. Do you know how we summon forth aberrations in this place? Yeah, we've run into a few. Oh, but do you know how? We found a ritual. All it costs is your life, and you summon forth something of equal value from the other side. Alistair, is your shit wearing off here? He's starting to get a little creepy. Er, uh, a little creepy. I don't know. Er, how long, I don't know. How a little creepy. Er. With the cost of our life, we merely summon forth something. Somebody as great as the true leader. Do you suppose that what's going to come from his death oh, is right going to life. fear you or anyone? It won't fear any of us, and it'll eradicate this universe as it should be eradicated. All is for that reason. I have nothing to fear from you. Nothing at all. He's in a neutral position with you guys, so he's not like attacking you outright. As soon as your spell wears off, it absolutely would. Right. He'd you know just try to murder you guys. But as of right now, he, it's not like he likes you guys. He's just very neutrally giving you his thoughts on the matter. What's down the other hallway? Um, he, uh, do you refer to the, the, the T intersection? Yeah. He says, <laughs> some of our ritual rooms. And it, he's detecting thoughts, so he's not able to see, like, like, since we've been asking about the leader and sacrificing him where it is, or no? No, it's, he's so insane that it's just this jumbled mess. He can pick out little bits and pieces and, like, uh, the flash of, like, an elderly, elderly man who seems bedridden appears before you. So how do you know if all the other Void Thrashers left and betrayed you that this one wasn't left behind as some sort of scout that's going to steal that's going to steal your your true leader so that you can't you can't kill him and bring something to this realm? Our true leader has been dying for some weeks. If he was going to do it, he would have done it already. He would have done it weeks and months ago. I got nothing left. I'm ready to just put an arrow in this guy. Tilly? Tilly, do you have any questions? Nope. I guess my last question would be, um, I pull out the book, kind of show it to him, just try to see if he gets a reaction out of it. He looks at it and he says, what is this? All right. I, I point to that book and say, could you read that to us? No. Page, uh... No. We've never tried someone else reading the book. We could get further in the book with potentially... Oh, yeah. We've, he's, Tilly's read it to us. He was just... Yeah. The guy was just chanting in deep speech, we, and deep speech is in the book. Also, <clears throat> Tilly has read it to us, and it didn't affect us. The only reason that it started to affect me was because I read the book. The only reason it affected you is because you read the book. If we have uh, some some asshat that's underneath our spell right now read the book to us, who cares what it does to him? I don't know. We're going to kill him anyways. All right, fine. Do you want to hand him the book? Uh, I want to hold the book for him. Yeah, can you decipher this for us? What page do you uh, uh, bring him to? Just the first page? Yeah. You open it up to the first page, and he looks at it, and he says, you want me to read it? Yes. And he doesn't translate it. He just immediately starts speaking in deep speech. Will you translate it, please? And no, he just keeps oh. going. We gotta shoot him. We gotta take him down now. He's 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 casting something. He, yeah. Do you want to pull out your bow? Yep. You pull out your bow, arrow, knock an arrow back, and he stops reading for a moment. And do you let the arrow go? What was that? Oh, are you letting the arrow go or no? I need I'm to know right now. It. I'm holding it right at him. I'm holding it at him, pointing it. And he looks up and he stops. He looks confused for a moment at you three, and he says. How did you stumble upon this place? Was it bad luck? And he just asked you guys. We were told to come here. Impossible. 
utterly impossible. Why do you say that? Utterly impossible. And he looks back in the book, and he begins chanting in deep speech again. Vowelless, weird, creepy phrases. I close the book. You snap the book shut, and he stops reading, and he closes his eyes, and he just starts praying in that language. Was it the same? See, he's talking the same language. Were they similar words at all, or no? Would I have noticed? Roll intelligence. It's hard to say. It's a language you don't know. I released the arrow. It was uh, <laughs> I've released the, I'm fired. Oh, it was a four. You hit. With a four, you have no idea. And his brain splatter onto the ground. I'm done. I'm not letting him, I'm not letting him bring something into the room. That was your room. idea. Hey, we got more information than we did when we came into the room. He's not potentially going to cast some crazy spell on us. I'm sick of letting people read this book. We need to go, we need to go down the fork. Fine, but no more people reading this book. Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Head on uh, back? Do you want to investigate this shrine? Yeah, I want to look at this shrine. Absolutely. Go ahead and make me... Oh, let's see. There's a history check on the table. There is a arcana check on the table. And uh, there's even a medicine check on the table. I'll do history. Tilly, do you have medicine? I have all of those, so whichever one you guys don't want. I have none of those, so whichever one you don't pick, I'll roll. Uh, mine was terrible. It was a four. Four for history? Yeah. I'll do medicine. You look around, and you don't really, I mean, it looks like a weird shrine. It almost reminds you of the mad shrine you saw in uh, Davida's basement, like of the schoolhouse. But, I mean, you can't really get much out of it. Uh, what did you roll for Arcana? 21. Wow. And what did you roll for medicine? 14. With a 14, you find that on the uh, pedestal in the uh, the center of the room uh, is uh, organs. Uh, it seems to be Ugh. human organs. Gross. Mm-hmm. I'll put them in the bag of holding. <laughs> Do you want to? Why? Yeah. Uh, you want to touch them? Yeah. Go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. What'd you get? 15. 15? You pick up the organs and you do not throw up. You want to put them in the bag of holding? Yep. This is disgusting. You now have a human uh, liver. Freak. A human uh, kidney. Marky's down. And a lung. Not sure what you'll do with them, but they're yours. I'm going to sell them. To who? Uh, Professor Von Drakovich. He uh, might buy. He him. needs them. <laughs> he, you God. know, what? actually, probably does need him. Yeah. He doesn't have any of his own. By the next time we see him, though, those will probably go bad. So, well, not in the bag of holding. I mean, they're not in that great of, you know, condition right now. Wait, they're not going to rot in their bag of holding. Everything's frozen in the bag. Everything's of holding. frozen. Frozen. Oh. Lung, lung, liver, and what? A lung, liver, and I a uh, heart. And a heart. Yep, I believe that's what I said. And Jandar, with a 21 in Arcana, you take a look at the shrine and you uh, you piece together what little, you know, eldritch knowledge you've gained from uh, from reading the book and like, you know, all this other weird stuff. And you you can't really place it together. And suddenly something clicks in your head and you almost feel like it wasn't put there yourself. But you feel like this is a shrine devoted to a non-roll sin the flesh of infinity, a lord of madness. Oh, boy. Uh, I inform the group of what I believe I found. A non-roll sin? Yep. Who's I, don't, I don't think I've heard of this person before. You also, uh, Jandar, knew his title as the flesh of infinity. It also clicks in your head that you think he's a lord of madness. This guy sounds fucked up. Hope we don't... <sighs> I don't want to deal with these people anymore. You want to leave? All right, let's. No, Hi. I, I don't know. We need to head down the hallway that uh, splits. I can't use like detect magic to see if I can find like a source or a trail of where the true leader would be with like ritual stuff or no. I mean, if you feel like something would have left a trail, maybe, but like I don't see any. Yeah, I mean, okay. orcs are smelly. <laughs> detect smell, and they're terrible. So I mean, you know, that's racist. And I want to kill them all. Yeah, that's yeah, that's terrible. Okay, let's just. Let's just get out of this place and get done here quick. Guys, so, we're not leaving this place. This room. 
uh, this place, this shrine. Let's keep going. Let's go in the hallway with the with the splits. Absolutely. So you guys head back into the uh, chamber with the like phosphorus fungus and like the harvestable mushrooms and stuff. Do and we want to take some of these mushrooms? You could. They're I mean, bland they're... and flavorless, but they are they offer sustenance. There's phosphorus ones too. Well, the phosphorus ones are on the the walls that are like giving off light. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take some of the mushrooms just to. Sure. You get uh, basically, uh, uh, you can harvest like uh, each of you can harvest like a day's worth of rations from them. Okay. Just so you can just case. add your ration by one, basically. It's especially flavorless rations, but they are rations nonetheless. And you guys uh, uh, head down to the other hall, and it uh, goes forward only about thirty feet, and then from there it juts to the left and right. Uh, to your right, it seems like there's a chamber. Uh, and then to the left, it looks like the hall goes down into the darkness, and it's a little hard to to see how far it goes. Do we hear anything? Uh, in the chamber? I uh, guess. Th- do we hear anything coming from any direction? Make a perception check. All of you can make it. And tell me what you all got. Eight. Eight? Uh, Alistair, you listen, and... Uh, you maybe hear soft noise coming from the room to the right, but down to the left, you hear uh, silence. Just deathly silence. 17. And what'd you get, Tilly? 21. Wow. With a 17, uh, you uh, you hear it sounds like somebody's in pain in the room to the right. Otherwise, uh, down to the left is deathly silence. Uh, Tilly, as you sort of like are listening, like you hear uh, a voice in pain as uh, uh, Jandar did. But uh, down the hall to the left, which just goes into darkness, it just goes on and on. You just get a bad feeling that from that direction. What would you guys like to do? Go to the room. Go to the right. Absolutely. So you guys head to the right. Do you guys want to stealth or do you guys want to run in? What do you want to do? Stealth. Stealth in. Make me stealth checks. 15. 21. 16. And you guys creep up to the the room, and it's uh, maybe about 30 feet by 30 feet. It's a fairly small room. Uh, On the floor is etched in, like, uh, into the ground is a, like, a rune, uh, and it glows. And it looks like that same deep speech language that's in the book that you've been reading. And in the center of the room is another one of these cultists, uh, maybe a half-elf, and he's got a uh, dagger like at his stomach, and it looks like he's about to run him. He's like in the process of like running himself through. Oh shit! And he's like sort of like it looks like he's having a hard time with it, but he's slowly sort of like sticking the dagger into his gut. Uh, and he kind of like kind of horfs up some blood, and he kind of like coughs a bit, and he kind of keeps pushing. And it looks like he's not very strong, but he's attempting to like twist the dagger. Stop him! He's gonna summon something. We should try to rush in and, and uh, disarm him. Absolutely. Uh, you guys all rush, uh, all guys, Tilly, you two, you three rush into the room. Uh, go ahead and make me a, uh, a melee check to grab him. So go ahead and roll me a uh, uh, strength check uh, with proficiency if you're proficient in unarmed combat. But I don't think any of you are. Mm, no. What'd you all get? 16. 19. 3. Jandar, you sort of like kind of swat at his hands and it doesn't really yeah, do much of anything. <laughs> You're like trying to get the dagger out of his hands and he's like like iron gripped onto it. Uh, Alistair, you like try to pull his arms back and it uh, doesn't like really seem to, to do the trick. He's still trying to like get it in there. Uh, Tilly, you kind of like kick from the other side at the dagger and sure enough, you knock it out of his hands. Good job, Tilly. Way to go, Tilly. Ferdinand Merchman. <laughs> to you, Tilly. And Blood sort of splatters out as the knife is pulled out of his gut. Oh, God. I just pull him out of the room. Not in this ritual. Yeah, try to get him away from the ritual. Absolutely. Uh, you, he's fighting his best to, to stay put. He's like kind of like clutching at the ground and trying to like resist. Uh, I tell you what, if uh, one of you are pulling at his... Uh, uh, well, two of you can like pull like at his legs. Effort. Yeah, two yeah. legs, one in the body. Yeah, so go ahead and make me uh, strength checks each. Uh, athletics checks, we'll say. Ugh. Nine. 
Six. Eight. <laughs> you, all three of you are pulling at his legs, and he's, like, stuck in the room. And, and he just, like, he won't go, and blood is just sort of pouring out of his stomach. And whatever... Whatever, you know, like he did inside of his own guts is really done a toll on him because it's bleeding pretty bad. Um, I, I say we keep trying to get him out of there. Can you, can we heal him? Uh, I don't want to waste it. You, you could feasibly All right, I'll do him. a healing word on him. You drop a healing word. How many hit points does he get back? Uh, healing word. D4 plus spell mod. D4 plus spell mod. So he gets back. One plus two, so three. You patch up his wound, and as soon as the wound patches up, he sort of lets go. And you drag him out of the room. And you pull him into the hallway. What are you doing? He's just laying there limp with his eyes closed. I slap him in the face. Speak to me. Intimidate, please. Uh, that's gonna be a four. (laughs) Spit with a little bit of blood strikes you in the side of the cheek. That's fair. As he spits right in your face with his eyes closed and he just shakes his head. Listen, we came here to get you because the orc that's protecting the true leader turned on him and he's in danger. Roll deception. What'd you get? That's a nice, nice roll there. That's a one. <laughs> Did it come back? What is that, number three? No, that's number four. Oh. Jandar, you grab him, and you, like, shake him, and, like, and you're like, the true leader's in danger, and... He, like, sort of, like, looks up at you, and for the briefest of moments, it looks like he's about to agree and you let go of him, and he immediately, like, sort of stops you for a moment, takes a swig of something from, like, uh, his, like, pouch, and then he just falls backwards and hits his head on the ground, and whenever he drank, seemed to do the trick, and the rune glows. Where his body was? Oh, God. You see space. Like, just this, like, his outline is just this black void with white specks. And from out of the void comes this weird being. And it's got, and like, out of the, like, from out of the, like, you know, portal on the ground, it looks like a brain. And it sort of rises up, but it has a beak on it. And the beak sign, it kind of snaps, you know, up, like, open and close. And, Underneath this like weird floating like huge brain with this beak are these tendrils oh, that god. have spines on it. Oh god. And it kind of snaps its beak open and close. And it looks to you three. And it says, "Oh, don't you all look delicious?" Especially you. And one of the tendrils sort of like reaches up and kind of like like sort of like gently grazes Jandar in the uh, like beneath the chin and goes, what would it take to have you all in my gullet? Oh, not that you have a say in the matter. No, you don't. If you please. And it opens its beak wide and it goes, hop on in. One at a time now. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, and it God. I, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And that's where no. we're going to go ahead no. and pause Why? today's session. It's, it's terrible. I mean, you guys. <laughs>